0: Well, here we go. Another installment of the Quick Serve Podcast presented by our friends at Toys and Ford. Hey, whether you are in need of a new or used vehicle or just servicing, uh, check them out here at Toys and Ford. And, of course, they are online as well. Great way to start your experience with them. Scott, here across the way is Craig. Craig, how's it going? We're doing great, Scott. How are you today? We're getting uh, nearing the the holiday season and... uh, Thanksgiving and what have you? I'm sure everyone's uh, all excited, aren't they?
1: We're yeah. It's it, this is uh, one of the truly great family times of the year. It's it's really fun to to see the hunting going on and all those stories uh, being passed down generation to generation, and uh, exciting to get together again a little
0: bit. You got you want to talk today? Another. Uh sort of a uh, big boy topic when it comes to uh to cars and trucks and that's financing it's <laughs> it's it's always fun to 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 talk about the new vehicles and and how they run and all these sort of things but at the end of the day we got to pay for them yeah. Every, anybody that's ever bought a car or truck knows you got to pay for it and you want to talk financing today and uh, some key things to keep in mind there with 84 month financing yeah so basically uh Looking across
1: the news, and Jalopnik is a website I read quite a bit, and um, they they are a news source for a variety of uh, topics in the car industry, both of vehicles and, and the way manufacturing business. So I thought I'd, I'd read a little bit from this article to talk a little bit about um, our topic today, which is 84-month loans, which is a thing that I had never heard of when I started in this business, and now here we are uh, writing them. And basically, Ford's taking away the minimum credit score requirements for long, 84-month loans, as Cars Direct reports. For those not in the know, this is not a good thing. On the surface, these loans look good, but the longer the term, the lower the payments. This has been winning over buyers who are on the fence about having the vehicle they want, but the payments aren't working for them. Long loans have gotten to be more popular as of late. And the pandemic in particular saw an increase of loans longer than 70 months thanks to consumers facing higher prices on new and used cars and automakers themselves becoming more desperate for buyers as sales took a nosedive. So, and it goes on to talk about they interview someone from Ford and, and all those kind of things, but I don't think I'm telling anybody anything shocking when me and say, hey, 84 months, seven years for a car loan probably isn't the best idea. Does it make sense in some situations? Possibly. And what this article is starting to refer to, or at least mentions at one point, is it initially was rolled out by Ford last year, right at the start of the pandemic, when we didn't know how things were going to go. Because um, really the first like two months of the pandemic were really uh, an awful and scary time for anybody who was any kind of a business owner. But 0% for 84 months was offered. That's a different animal. Obviously, I, I don't love seven-year loans for anybody. Just because most people I see, I mean, there, there's people, It's Scott, you, you and I have talked about, you, you're a person who drives until the wheels fall off, and mm-hmm. there's people out there who are like that. But most people that we see in a, on, on a regular basis buying cars are here every three, four years, five years, maybe, even six years. But seven years is a long time to keep a vehicle. Zero um, percent, obviously, you're not paying interest on it. But when you think about adding another two years on, it makes a huge, huge, huge difference. And I, I thought to, to kind of explain this, um, what I would do is, is lay out a, a scenario. So let's just say we're purchasing a car, and at the end of the day, no money down, whatever else, we're financing $30,000 in that car. And it doesn't matter what kind of car. It doesn't matter if it's new or used. It's a $30,000 car. Okay? And I will say it's a new car, just to, to rub the scenario out here. but it's, uh, Let's just lay out three scenarios, 60 months, 72 months. 84 months. So a five-year loan, a six-year loan, and a seven-year loan. When I first got in the business in 2002, 90% of the loans we wrote for were 60 months or less. We started to do 72 months after September 11th. They did Keep America Rolling, which was 0% for 72 months. That came out and became a thing, and now that's become standard practice. I don't love it, but I also look at the price of vehicles and understand that people get desperate. 84 months, seven years. So when we escalate up our term... The rate goes up too because a little bit higher risk there for the bank. So for a 60 month loan, I did a 4% and a $30,000 uh, $30, finance, that's 553 a month. 72 months, 4.5%, that's 477 a month. So you're cutting about $80 off your payment. Looks attractive. We go to 84 months at 5%, 424 a month. So now from that 60 month payment, you've cut $130 off your payment. Obviously, that's going to look great to anybody who's not paying attention and looking to buy a car. And, and I'm not going to say we don't finance vehicles for 84 months here because it happens. There's situations where the customer thinks it's just the right thing to do. That's fine. But the long-term cost is the real question of it. The way interest is set up and the way financing is set up, interest is paid at the front of the loan. So on that 60-month loan, when the loan goes out all five years, you make all 60 payments you will have paid $3,150 in interest, but the car will be paid off in five years. That'll be it. It'll be your car, whatever's left for equity. If it's worth $12,000, $10,000, that's your car. You can do whatever you want to do with it. On a 72-month loan, after five years, you will have paid $4,172 in interest, $1,000 more, and all you do is add 12 payments on, and you still have to make those 12 payments. You're still going to owe... $5,578 $5,578 in that car just by adding 1 year on. Now if we go to the 84 month and this is where it gets really crazy. Now you've paid $5,106 in interest in the same amount of time. So you've paid an extra so even though you've cut your payment down from 553 to 424, cut $130 off your payment, you've paid an extra $2,000 in interest in that same time period over 60 months. And on top of that, you're still going to owe $9,665 in that car. So not only have you paid an extra $2,000 in interest, you still owe $9,665 if you had done it uh, if, at a five-year term. That's $81 a month extra in just interest alone. So, I mean, it's really staggering to see how much extra you are paying just to have that lower payment. And... Again, if you're someone who's going to drive until the wheels fall off and you w- if that's the way you want to make the vehicle affordable, I get it. I can understand it, and we can make an argument all day about what's the right way to go. But if that's what works, that's what works. The best option is you can go less if you can. If you're looking at a 48-month payment after five years, you've been payment-free for a whole year already. You saved uh, about $600 in interest. You're paid only $2,500. The payment obviously went up. It's uh, about $120 more, but you've also been payment-free for a year, too, so... It's for those reasons that I just really think anybody, good credit, bad credit, if you can afford to buy the vehicle on a shorter term, you're better off. And that's where people need to really look at their budgets and say, 48 months, 60 months, this is what I can afford. All right, that's what I'm shooting for.
0: Great. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.